0: I thought today we'd focus on women in the scriptures. Um, We start with the memorial of St. Scholastica. We mention (laughs) many women in the Book of Kings, the wives of Solomon. Uh, They were polytheists, uh, bigamists, as you know, and they they had many wives in in that period. It was was common, it was acceptable. Problematic with, with the wives, but that's another story. And of course, we have the women in the gospel, the, the girl who never, we, we don't hear about her. She's the one who is ill, and she's cured without Jesus even touching her. And the, the, the outside, the Greek, Syrophoenician, okay, and, and Mark makes that clear on purpose. She was not a Jew. Let's look at Scholastica first. There are a lot of stories about her, but she's, The twin sister of St. Benedict, St. Benedict is the founder of Western monasticism. They came from a a wealthy family, but both of them gave themselves over to the church. Uh, He became a great educator and founder of monasticism, and created what we call the rule of St. Benedict, and if you go to the cloisters, which is very close to us, and there is a room in the cloisters that's called the chapter room. And it's constructed like in a square, but seating all around. And the middle seat goes to the prior, or whoever he appointed. And in that chapter, the monks would be read a chapter of the rule of St. Benedict each day. There were many chapters, I don't know how many, but but each Each chapter had something to do with how to be a good monk. Fidelity, welcoming, sharing, silence, reading, all that, okay? So this rule came from Saint Benedict who decided in the fifth century to withdraw from the world in an organized way and not just withdraw into a hermitage like many monks did at that time, but to an organized system of study, prayer, and from that system comes the great phrase, order et labora, work and prayer. And that's that's what the monks focused on, their work and their prayer each day. That's Benedict. Scholastica was his sister who eventually left her family and joined a Woman's monastery at the foot of Monte Cassino, which is where Benedict first started out in Italy, and she founded several houses for women monks. Okay, Imoniche they say the-, the-, the Italians. So Scholastica had a very good relationship with Benedict. They were brother and sister twins. Maybe twins, probably twins, but we don't know. The author of their lifestyle referred to them as twins in the faith uh, and in the mind and in their studies. They were both very bright and they studied a lot and they shared scripture a lot with each other. You know, isn't that nice? You go, to, you go visit your brother, you go visit your sister, and you sit down to eat and you talk about God. I and mean, the whole meal was that. That's how they, they communicated uh, their love for God and Obviously, their writings come out of that. little story. Toward the end of her life, Scholastica knew she was going to die, and one night, Benedict was with her, and he took his leave. He said, I've got to go now. Um, he's got to go back to the monastery. And she said, no, don't leave. Don't leave tonight. And he said, i got to leave. It's the rule. I've got to be home you know, by midnight, whatever it was. And he opens the door, and a windstorm came up. And prevented him from leaving and she says to him my prayer was answered I want you to be with me as I pass into eternal life so I prayed to God, I asked you you said no, I prayed to God and he's preventing you from leaving so Benedict was with her when she died they're buried together in the tomb of in Monte Cassino. then we have the women of the scriptures, let's look at the tough women, the the problematic women in the scriptures these were the wives of Solomon and Solomon again had many wives and we know that the key of the connection of faith between the Israelites and God is the law, the word of God no statues, no gods, no goddesses God, Yahweh and observing the law, the commandments as we know them, was the way they connected with God. So it was out of sorts for some of his wives, and they did, who were pagans, to set up an altar here to Asarte and another altar to the king of the Edomites, another altar here from some other god or goddess. And Solomon didn't have much backbone. I mean, think of it. He marries these, these women and he lets them run the reign. Um, it's not only that he was their husband, he was king and as king he represented God's presence on earth. So the Israelites the royalty and divinity were, were close. So God is upset with him and because he allows the women to worship false gods, he does not have his kingdom long after he dies the kingdom breaks up and that was the curse that god gave him you 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 messed up I gave you a great opportunity you messed up and your kingdom's going to fall apart after you die i guess the the role of women there is interesting because there were strong-willed women who were manipulative scholastica is a strong-willed woman who is focused on God, and that's that's the opportunity today for us as, as people, but as as women, of course, because the focus is women today. We have the strength. You have the strength, women. I'm talking to, so you're exempt. You're exempt. To choose God or not, and if you look at Sunday's scripture coming, it, it the Book of Wisdom talks about. How the wise person focuses on God and doesn't let the ways of the world rule him or her. And we have that in the scriptures today. It's balanced. We have a strong-willed woman who's wise, and I don't mean Scholastica, and I don't mean the, the wives of, of Solomon, but I mean that woman, that Syro-Phoenician. she was a woman who sought out Jesus? She was wise enough. Now, as a faithful person, we believe the Holy Spirit inspired her to go to Jesus. Okay? That's our faith. But she goes to Jesus using her, her brains and her willpower. And she says to Jesus, you know, can you cure my kid? And Jesus sarcastically, really a little sarcasm there, he says, <laughs> You think I came to take the food at the table? that I'm giving to the Israelites and scattered to the dogs? He called her a dog. And she responded, even dogs have to eat. And even dogs eat the scraps that fall from the master's table. And Jesus is impressed with that. She could have said, F you, Jesus, I'm leaving. Take your, your power and put it someplace. No, she didn't. She respected Jesus. She was a strong woman, of wisdom and faith. So in a sense, she combines the best of of Scholastica and the best of of the wives of Solomon. And she appreciates Jesus. And she says back to him, without sarcasm, you got to feed me too. I'm hungry too. And Jesus blesses that. So strong women who appreciate their wisdom is the message today coming out of the scriptures. And, you know, I'm a man, I'm listening, and I can appreciate that. But all of you who are women, God is talking to you today. Enjoy your strength. The the scriptures don't have this uh, uh, manby-pamby, middle-aged, uh, wispy kind of woman, you know, like la, 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 la. No, the scriptures don't give us that today. The scriptures give us, as God created women, women. Individual, with brains, with integrity, with strength, with faith. And there's no role of women in society that puts them in a certain place. No. The scriptures tell us. And we go on God's word. Women are part of society because they are the opposite of men, they're the two kind of creatures that God made in his own image, and they're both equal. And neither one is better than the other, neither one is more powerful than the other, neither one is brighter than the other, although our society through the centuries has delegated a second place so often for women. We appreciate. You, all of you. And I know there are no women clergy in the Catholic Church, but I'm not going to criticize that yet. That's another spot. But you and I know, all of us know, and even if we're gathered here on Sunday when the place is full, you and I know that women are the backbone of the Catholic Church. You don't have the voice up there with the, the guy with the crown on his head, but you and I know. Go to church in Rome, go to church in Greece, go to church in in New York. Who's there? Predominantly women. You've got the brains, you've got the strength, you've got the faith. Thank you. Share it with us and your family.